This episode of The Naked Truth is brought to you by the Bavarian Open. The Bavarian Open takes place September 12th through the 15th in the beautiful city of Munich, Germany, right next to where Oktoberfest takes place. The event takes place in a beautiful venue that has a beer garden and two restaurants, plus beer on tap all weekend long. The Bavarian Open offers all of the official World Swing Dance Council Jack and Jill divisions, including newcomer, juniors, sophisticated masters, and champions. They also offer classic and showcase routine divisions, a rising star division, and a special Bavarian twist on the All-American contest called the Sepp and Heidi, so be sure to bring your lederhosen and dirndls. With all these competitions, there's lots of opportunities for you to win one of their famous traditional Bavarian gingerbread heart trophies. With four days of nonstop dancing, learning, and fun, there are up to 10 hours of workshops and over 30 hours of social dancing time. They have some of the best professionals on staff, including Sean and Courtney, Simeon and Maria, John and Alyssa, Hugo and Stacy, Ben Morris, Chuck Brown, and PJ Turner. Check out the Blues Intensive with Sean and Courtney and the Judging Intensive with Chuck Brown. And don't miss Red Carpet Night with Champagne and Mimosas. Or Ben Morris getting drunk during the All-Star Division. You have to be there to understand it. Prices start at 100 euro with special discounts for junior students, international travelers, and advanced and higher dancers. But our listeners can get 10% off any ticket by entering code NAKEDTRUTH10 at checkout. Go to BavarianOpen.com to register. And don't forget, get your 10% discount with discount code NAKEDTRUTH10 at checkout. That's NAKEDTRUTH10. Get your pass today. Welcome to The Naked Truth, real talk about West Coast Swing. My name is Eric. And I'm Deborah. and today we are thrilled to chat with a legend in our swing dance world. Today's guest has four U.S. Open titles, three being from Showcase Division. He was honored and inducted into the National Swing Dance Hall of Fame in 2006, and he won the Feather Award for both Best Showcase Couple and Best Classic Couple, as well as Best Choreographer. He's been sought out as a judge on the national circuit, including at the U.S. Open. As an instructor and coach, he brings valuable experience in West Coast Swing, and his classes are always fun and full of knowledge and energy. He has been very instrumental in the development of several dance communities, most notably in Tulsa, Chicago, Minneapolis, and Dallas. The mayor of St. Louis, Missouri, even named a day after him for his work training and working with youth in swing dancing. In addition... He's also an event promoter, and he and his partner hosted the VIP and Westie Awards and an event called The Challenge. He is also a very successful association regional property manager in Dallas and a real estate agent. Please welcome to the show my very incredible friend, Barry Jones. Oh, nice to be. Hi. Hi, you- guys. <laughs> Good intro. You're so amazing. We love oh, you. That's very uncomfortable Listen to all that. I'm sitting here like, Trying to like really, <laughs> you should be very proud of all your accomplishments. Yeah, it just means I've been here for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I'm just gonna they're listening right. to that, and they're saying, Oh my god, he must be old. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll think that. I'll just jump right into it and ask you the first question that we ask most of our guests okay. How did you get started in West Coast Swing? Um, I got started, uh, started in swing, it wasn't called West Coast Swing at the time. Um, in a senior in high school, I went into a dance studio to apply for a part-time job. I remember that lunch hour during um, high school, and they hired me. It was uh, the end of a disco, so they were looking at instructors. Once I got in there, I saw this couple doing swing. It was called Push, and I went, oh, my God, I really like that, because all the other dances were very 
like overly technical and you had everyone had to look the same. I saw this on the side, so I started learning it from a couple named Richard and Ginevra. And um, so I learned it, started dancing on the side. And before you knew it, that was my first partner and jumped into it. And then it went on from there, push dancing and all that. So, so you're the, what, not one of the many people that usually when they first see a swing dance that they're like, oh, my God, I love it. Usually yeah. they hate it. Yes, yeah, it was awesome. I loved the music and I loved it. It wasn't so... Uh, and ballroom is very, I guess what went into it was very uh, technical and everyone looked the same. And what I saw with the dancing and, and push or West Coast now is the um, the more different you are, the better you are. Mm. Does that make sense? I mean, yes. originality plays a big part in what made West Coast grow and be successful. And any type of uh, type of person, old, young, skinny, large, fluffy, or anything, <laughs> anybody, it was non-discriminatory. There was no discrimination. Right. It, it was a love of dance and a love of people. Can you please explain fluffy for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's what I'm experiencing now since I quit dancing, but I'm trying to get rid of it. <laughs> get back into the gym. That's so funny. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Who influenced you, uh, particularly in the early days, but also as you developed your dance career? You know, I had different influence, but I remember my very first one that made me want to compete because he was so different from everybody. He was in Tulsa. His name was David Hawkins, and she was Paula Storm. And they did, oh, my God, they did choreography to the music that was just like to the T, the musicality. And I just remember the costumes and everything was for a production. I mean, it wasn't like generic. Everyone looked good, but they did it over the top. And I, if everyone that knows me, I love being over the top and I live outside the box always. And so they were very successful and they made a big impression on me. And then so many more as I stayed in the dance influenced me, even to in the late years, the young dancers influenced. There's so many that have influenced me. So there's not one. David's got me going. David and Paula was our main one that made me want to compete. And how did you... um get into your partnership with Judy Ford? Because that was the first person I think I remember correctly that you've yeah. competed with, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny because I started with, you know, like I said, I learned from Ginevra and Richard. Richard was the guy I ran around with. I wanted to be like him. He was a lot older than me, but he was a ladies' man. This is before I found out I had some twinkiness and uh, sugar in my tank. And I, was trying <laughs> to deny it. I was in Tulsa, so I was trying to deny it back then, but I wanted to, I thought, oh my God, there was this gay guy. I couldn't hang with him. So Richard was this you know, little dance whore guy, but everyone loved him. All the girls wanted to dance with him. So I, I started dancing with his partner on the side. She took an interest in me and we worked on it and I ended up competing with her. But Judy Ford was with Gary Long, who was the open division, which is the top. There was only two divisions back then. You right. either were novice or you were open. There was no intermediate, no, oh, I just got started six months or I'm old. I got to do, you know, it was just one or the other if you wanted to compete. So um, and it made me learn a lot. So I end up doing what I could with Ginevra. We went on to Dance Fever, Mark Griffin, and um, and then I got anybody who knows me too. Is I'm I, when I get bored or I've achieved what I achieved, I got to move on. Or I just I can't keep yes. doing the same thing. So Judy Ford, oh my God, she was amazing, and she asked asked me to dance, and I went. Oh, it caused it was one of the big big news thing in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It made Gary mad and oh, it was, it was drama girl. Let me tell you, 
so we started dancing. I went to college and we did It's Raining Men, our first routine. And there was a big competition called the Midwest Challenge. And it was huge. Val LaFamina, Frank LaFamina were the big St. Louis. And we went up there and it was on PM Magazine, which is like a, uh, what do, uh, like a 2020 or something like that uh, show. And it covered this contest and we ended up winning it. And I, so, and I started dancing with Judy and then I went with Judy for a while and on that. So that's how she, yeah, she bumped me. Yeah. We went, she took me to the next level. What was it like to compete at the open back then? Oh my God. The open didn't come around till, let's see. I started, um, my first competition was, I was, uh, just, I wasn't even old enough to go to the open at the time. The first open was 1983. And I remember it was uh, Charlotte and Marianne, and I went out and competed in 84 the second year, and they thought the word swustle came about when I danced. We danced to, they called it disco, but my first song, Amazing, was uh, Get Up, Get Down, Get Funky, Get Loose. But back then, this is why I'm so, I don't understand why they keep saying blues. Back then, West Coast and uh, U.S. Open was all about big band and 50s music, and it was mm -hmm. fast, and and all the judges were in a circle. I mean, they were in a round pattern, mm -hmm. and uh, when we came out, we had costumes, and they were, like, looking at us, like, where did this come, come, come from? Mm -hmm. But we did the push break, we did the double resistance, um, and that was in 84, so we were the first ones that was from Oklahoma when we danced in the open, um, so yeah. So, the answer to your question, it was, I had to I didn't like the music, but if you want to dance in the open, you know, you have to play the game. Debra, you know this. You have to, yep. you, you can like it or don't like it, but if you want to have a chance to win, you got to listen to what the judges, you got to give them what they want. Mm -hmm. And so we started after get up, get down, get funky, get loose. I started dancing. I remember I went in and I won in 89. I hated the routine, but it was one of those years that we're seeing right now. They're not doing swing. We're going to go back. And I thought, right. you know what? I'm going to do. Um, uh, let's tw uh, twist again. I mean, that was right up the alley. Mm -hmm. We did the whole flying swing and everything else, and we won. I won my second open then. Um, I won in 87 with Judy with Think, the first couple out of uh, California that came in the open and won. So we uh, came back, and, and then I did that um, twist because there was a statement being made, and I listened to them. So if I wanted to win and be competitive, I hated my routine and didn't think we should have won. But it is what it is. You got to go with what the judges are wanting. Right. So uh, on, on this program, we've spoken a lot about um, Khalees because she's obviously someone who's really, you know, given a lot to the dance community. Um, but you were the person that kind of put her on the map. Yeah. So yeah. how did how did that happen? How did you guys how did that oh, partnership come about? Sweet Khalees. She was a, oh God, I, I met Chair Peden first. It was Chair. And I met her going to Vegas. Uh, there was a, there was an event with Kenny Whitson uh, in Vegas one year. And I went out there and I met Chair. Um, she needed a roommate and I roomed with her. I didn't even know her, but I roomed with her. So we mm -hmm. immediately started a friendship. She said, you got to meet my daughter. She's, she was out of high, she was in high school. It was her senior year. And I went back and we had, uh, you know, Friday night or weekly dances. And I started dancing with her. And she was exactly what I loved. She was wild. You could tell she was going to be talented. Right. She was, she was a lot. She was a lot of energy. And so we just started dancing in the side and, and just 
started the friendship and the dance relationship and everything. And the rest is history. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When we danced at the Open the first year, oh, man, it it was controversy, too. Kenny Wetzel got so mad because I didn't dance. I was supposed to dance with Keldy after Robert. Right. They were dancing. I was supposed to dance with Keldy, but I danced with um, Khalees, and I'm sure you remember. It's it's okay. less dance, you know, and uh, and he you can even tell when he when he doesn't like you when he's doing the announcing. He didn't do as many woo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're working for you. You know, I love him death. We got real close, but you could tell if you were on his shit list. That's right. But anyway, we went out there anyway, and I was so proud of her. And from then on, we we did another. She took me to a different level as well as me introducing her to the dance. I was very lucky to have her as a partner as well. I knew she was talented. You know, you can tell when those people are talented, even if they don't know the dance. You know they have it, though. You've always had an eye of recognizing good talent. I mean, you recognized me. Oh, God, that's the story I want to tell so bad. And, you know, yeah, you were freaking, I I just didn't get it at the beginning uh, why certain things didn't take place. You know, Robert and everything. I said, well, if you don't dance there, I'm going to ask him to dance. And I'll be damned. I can get a call from you. And you said, he asked me to dance. (laughs) He asked me to dance because you did. You were freaking amazing. Are you there? Well, you know how competitive Robert was. Oh, yeah. We, me and Robert got real close. I mean. I love and respect him. He he brought he brought technique and lines and presentation to West Coast Swing. He's a instrumental person that um, came in and changed the dance. There are certain pros that really changed the dance and the way it looks today. That's why sometimes a lot of us think West Coast with the young people is not what you think it is. It's a combination of different styles put together. It's not West Coast what you think it is, because West Coast was all about big band. And all you have to do is look at the tapes. You don't have to believe me. Just look at the history. Sure. It's like read your history book. Read your, watch your Watch tapes. your videos, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to believe me. Just watch them. Yeah, and I think we should clarify when we say Robert, it's Cordoba, not Royston. Yeah. Right. Yes, yes. I, would, I mean, this sounds, just tells me my age. I love that I know I was there first on the scene and I saw when Mario came in the scene. I saw when Robert, both Roberts came into the scene, when Deborah, all these people, the people that were on the scene at the time, when I got into it was Lance Shermone and Marianne Nunez and Lynn Vogan and Michael Kim, who I thought was always got ripped off. He brought that jazz and that look that I loved that mm-hmm. you did. Mm-hmm. Um, that they said Deborah and I never could understand why Lynn Bogan and uh, Michael Kim did never place. It's all about that look and, and the older crowd thinking that's their swing. What we're going through now, what we went through in the eighties, the nineties and what we're going through now, they're not doing swing. Well, yeah, they are. Well, and I, and I, another I, level. Right. And I, I don't think it, I don't, I really don't think it's, they're not doing swing. I think it's just bad judging that says they're not doing swing. Right. Because, because right. All, all the really talented, uh, successful, experienced, knowledgeable, Dancers never say it's not swing. Oh, I do hear, and I, you know, I don't know names, but it does bother me that some of the people that are judging, they go in and say, I don't know if it's going to be something you want to ask me later. I don't want to get all over the place, but um, it does bother me that some of these judges do go in and say, oh, they look, um, 
let me let me choose my words very carefully. <laughs> like Deborah, let me use you as an, a, a scenario, okay? Yeah. I remember when you came on the scene. I loved what you brought to the table, but you were different. You yeah. you brought in uh, jazz professional dancing. You remind me of a Michael King back then, and I thought, God, she is amazing. And and same with even Benji when he was a teenage uh, in in the in the young youth division. They, the judges that were sitting there couldn't understand it because they don't know about it. And so they were prejudiced over it. And they didn't allow you to bring that knowledge and make our swing even better. And when you hit the scene, you changed the way women look, the way, the way things could be done in swing. You, were, you, you brought that jazzy look. You weren't hunched over that flying, you know, where swing is no... Old time swing is not all about technique and straight right. arms, straight legs. It, I, I don't care what anybody says. It's just, right. it isn't. But it, it, you and Robert brought a lot of that in. Um, Jackie and Charlie brought all this uh, football. Yeah, right. Shad. Country and Western brought all the spins and the ducks. Uh, push dancing brought the double resistance. Lance Shermone loved push dancing so much. And Charlotte loved the head spinning where Judy did that. And the next year he did Baby, I'm a Star with Charlotte. And I feel like this is what I feel like. Anybody in West Coast, in the California, if they did it, it was approved. Then, oh, okay, it's accepted. Right. Anybody else outside of it, oh, they're not doing swing. Right. They're not doing it. And, and I'm sorry, that's not to hurt anybody's feelings, but it is what it is. Right. We yeah. have to be honest, and that's why right. this is called The Naked Truth. And we're not here to you know, past judgment. We're just here to tell history, like how things went down. That's all. Right. And so yeah. I, well, we loved, we loved what West coast did. I loved the triples. I hated the double resistance and the, uh, and, and the tap step. I couldn't stand it in our dance. I loved the way the flow of the dance was with West coast, uh, mm -hmm. back then. So I adopted it. We like changed that with one another. So when I came out and did what Lance and Marianne were doing in Charlotte, and they did what we were doing I think it was the third year. I don't quote me on the effort of tapes. It was funny how the judges were all lined up in the front now. There was no circular judges. Right. Because Lance said, oh, I like slot, the slot dancing. So all the couples were doing, a majority of them were doing them at that time. You know what I'm saying? So, the, again, you watch the tapes and you'll see it. You don't have to believe me. I lived it. And um, I lived it in the 80s when it got first got started and saw a lot of the changing. That's why... I feel like I'm more open than a lot of the old timers. And I, I love my old swing. I love my routines, but I love what everyone's doing now. I love the way they're interpreting. I love that they're opening up to all the music. That's where I'm different from a lot of my my generation. A lot of them are bitter or, or they don't. Yeah, they, yeah. A lot of them have, think it's got to look like what we did. And I, I thank God it doesn't or we'd be bored. Well, I know. We've talked about that a lot on the show, how, I mean, the dance evolves and changes with the times, you know, of the music. And, and we always go through a period of like, oh, well, they're not doing so, they're not doing so. But it always, you know, the pendulum swings back. So, you know what? And there's and you can say it all you want. You can you can have judging seminars and make them judge the way you want them to. But you know what? They're never going to stop progress. It's always going to make its way on that floor. And you can't change what the majority of when people watch this dance, what makes them join it they don't care how you place they care of how does it affect me can right. i do it do i love the look and you have to change in order to grow the dance and we're doing that so i agree 
I, I just hope they don't keep going back at the open. I'm concerned where they're going in the judging. I really am. I, I, that's why I had to back out. I'm in a time in my life where it really hurt me to watch how, and, and believe me, I know you, Deborah, too, as well. I went through everything they feel when you work so hard and, and you feel those right, wrong, or indifferent, they're, they're upset. And I don't want to be the cause of somebody's hurt or disappointment. Um, even though I judge the best I can and they need to understand that it was that point in time that I judged it that way. It wasn't overall the way I feel about them, the way if I like them as a person, because I, 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 there's a couple of times I judge people. I just don't care about their dancing and I had to give them first. So my, my, my history of judging can back up that, you know, they say, why, why don't you be consistent? Well, the first time a dancer looks the same, every time they hit the floor, my judging will be the same. Exactly. I, how you, you, I have one couple who danced at the uh, U.S. Open this year in classic. I'm not going to name names. And you could tell they're a very popular couple. They just were not ready like I, you normally see them. Well, I seen the routine done at, at um, what is it, uh, Grand Nationals. Mm -hmm. And, oh, my God, it was like night and day. Mm -hmm. I said, if they would have done that at the Open, they would have got a different score from me because I right. know they had it. They just weren't prepared, and they didn't perform it the way they did. So, But it hurt me <laughs> because they avoided me at the Open, and that's what you got to get used to. And I didn't want that anymore because I care about so I much. And I, you, you know me, Deborah. I live my emotions on my sleeve. I'm too sensitive. And yeah, you are like that. Much. Yeah, and well, I don't want. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be the because everybody wants the open, and and mm -hmm. I do feel it. And, and that's why I miss you judging because you get me and I get you because yeah. we know what it what it takes to get on that floor. And when you put people on that don't know that. That's where you're going to have trouble. Well, and I think the other part, too, is, is people like us, um, we can stand behind our score and tell you exactly why we placed you there and, and not and not with stupid reasons like with verbal, you know, technical dance terms. And, and we can explain the whole reason why we placed you where, where we did, which makes I feel like makes competitors feel more comfortable that they're being judged by someone who has the knowledge and the experience, whereas there are some other judges that can't do that. And there are some judges who judge based on reputation and not based on yeah. Yeah. what what they did that weekend. And, and that most people that know me know that I will never judge you based on reputation. I judge you what you did, you know, that At weekend. That right. Yeah. And, and, and there is a top professional couple who I'm very friendly with who's still you know, on the circuit, and I won't mention their name, but they were at an event. I don't know if it was this one or a weekend before, whatever. And I, and uh, obviously, they won, um, and I scored them to win. And I said to them after the awards came in, after awards were over and everything, I said, "Thank you for not phoning it in this time." And they were like, "No, Deborah, thank you for being, you know, consistent with your scores." And you know, when we when we see your score, we want to go back and work harder. And they did, which is why they got a better score for me the next yeah. time. Yeah, it, it would what is sad though, as a judge, um, that they don't give you that that chance to explain why they did it. They just they they're so mad that yeah. they just they end up saying, you know, negative things mm -hmm. about you instead of, you know, I stay for that judging review because I'm not scared to back up my score. Right. You don't yeah. have to agree with me, but you're not dancing <clears throat> and sitting back and judging like I have to. You you don't know what it's like to the classic division at the open and 
you have 10 that could have easily won uh, right. uh, five. Easy. And how do you explain how you separate why you came up the way you did? I mm-hmm. mean, that's all I'm saying. There's no, yeah. You can't learn that. Yeah, you can't. You can't there's, there's no seminar for that. That's called, you know, experience and, you know, dance background knowledge and not just in one dance and many dances and all that kind of stuff. Right. So yeah. there's that. So what do you think of the U.S. Open's current efforts to improve their judging? Um, I, I, I appreciate their efforts. This is not the very first time this has been done. Like I said, back when I did 89, it was a big controversial year there. Um, I played the rules. I won, but it wasn't a, a, a you know respected win. I remember when the year, um, I, the only one that keeps in my mind is when De- um Oh God, Blake and Bill. It was that was a controversial year. They went back to swing style and they did an awesome job and they won. But that but was that was not classic. They that was that was when all the classic dancers were in superstars and they oh, were in, right. Yeah, but still, they, they, the point is they did that superstars trying to come up with a solution. Right. Uh, oh, these are creative people. Let's create a different division for them. Right. You know. Right. And um, yeah, so. They're, they're always trying, but again, they're trying to um, reinvent the wheel, stop the progress. Yes. They're trying, and they're trying to, trying to say people are not doing it. I'm just calling it this because they're, I heard it last year when I sat back in that judging room, I got tired of hearing that, you know? So that's why I didn't want to go forward anymore. You, you, you're saying that they're trying to stop the progress. Yeah, swing. They want it to look a certain way. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just not going to. It's just allow these these kids to take it to another level. If they don't want to dance, uh, the swing music, or I love this kind of, it doesn't swing. Well, what what does that mean? But hand dancing doesn't swing the way we think it's supposed to swing. But it, have you noticed how they lost that crowd at the Open? How they yeah. lost the Lindy? Because <clears throat> I thought the U.S. Open was open to all swing. Well, it's yet, supposed to be. Judging, yeah, but our judging panel favors West Coast swing. It favors U.S. dancers. Now they're starting to change that, but until you change your panel and until you open up and and reflect that, and you want to invite all those different styles by representing that on the panel, you're gonna it's gonna be a West Coast kind of. That's just my opinion, and that's the way it's been. West Coast. I'd like to right. see Lindy. Back in there, I'd like to see hand dance couples. I love them. They were awesome when they came in. Um, yeah, just it's all types, and and they all don't swing the same. They just well, don't. I mean, uh, again, yeah. I think it's I think it's um, judges that lack knowledge of like uh, you're knowledgeable in all swing dances. I'm knowledgeable in all. Uh, swing dances. We're also we're also knowledgeable in other dances besides the swing dances, like ballet, tap, and jazz, and Latin, and and hip hop, and and all and all these things. And I, and I feel like we don't have many judges that have that, and the ones that do, they're not hiring for the open. Right. Right. Yes. All right. So I know what I'm talking about. This is good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know what, Deborah? Let me go on and say that I, again. The reason why I'm slow on that because I, I need to watch my words because I think Yvonne's trying. I, I, I feel bad for Yvonne and what she puts on her shoulders and what they put her to do. She's mm-hmm. trying. She's been there. She's been through a community, building a community. Up. I know. She wants to be there. She is. I know. So for the dancers, 
And that's the reason why I went back there was because of Ivan Antonacci. Yeah. I just couldn't do it anymore because what they did was I hated last year when they allowed the dance, the judges to determine what your swing content is. Mm-hmm. So it took out the relative placement and one or two, three judges determined the outcome of a contest. Yeah. And that's I, what I think I is going on now by having swing scrutinaries. You can have nine judges and you have three judges or two decide they didn't do swing and knock them down one placement or however, well, I don't know what system they're doing this year, but forget about what the other judges even judged on. Now, right. let's, I, I don't I don't agree with that. I think you're going backwards. I think change your judges, put some newer generations, put some international one, put some different types of swing, put some knowledgeable dance training people, and you will get a different result, I guarantee you. And they won't be swayed by reputation. Right. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, anyway, that's where I... Barry Jones for president. Yes. Can <laughs> I answer your question, Eric? I mean, I yes. can say all that now because it was tough for me to write the letter that I wrote. Um, you know, I got tired of reading um, Facebook and these logs and people talking about judges. And no judge was... They were scared to go out and say anything, and rightly so, without being condemned. And so I thought, well, I'm resigning anyway. I'm going to sit down. And I put a lot of thought in how I was going to write that and cover everything and not make it so emotional and send it out. You don't know how scared that was for me to hit send. And then to come to find out the way it was perceived and taken was <clears throat> made me feel wonderful. It, it made me realize I wasn't out there on my own, that everyone felt that way and they couldn't really express themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to come from a judge who's been there, have done it for many, many years. And I wanted, I felt like it was time for me to say something and answer some of those remarks and critics of people about judges. Because we all, that is the worst job. The, the U.S. Open is the hardest judge. I think every one of us, I've seen you, Deborah, I've seen me, where it makes us break down and cry at points. Yeah, I mean, I've, I, you know, I've had an incident where I've cried because I've, I was fighting because I was one of the 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 um, the penalty judges. Like if a foot comes off the ground, and a review judge, you know, for like if you if you do too many beats, uh, hands not connecting, and you know, there was one year I don't have to mention couples where we're back there, and clearly they they connected at the right time, but I was I was overruled, and I went up to my room hysterically crying because now a, a couple wasn't able to or possibly couldn't dance in the final now and then luckily one of the other judges that was you know the um the review judge with me looked at it again and then went back to the head judge and went said i looked at it again and you know deborah was right and we they should be in the final i mean thank god because i was stressed out about it for them judges when they feel like they're out there i've done it myself we can't wait to see what everybody else does because you don't want to be the lone wolf out there. We always look for that one person that saw it the same way you did because mm-hmm. you can justify it, you know? Right. And that's sad to say because let me tell you, just the majority doesn't mean they're right. There's one yeah. person that'd be wrong and they they end up being right in the long long run. <laughs> you know, they just have to have the the ability and be able to the uh, the confidence to fight your and, and stay with your your convictions. You just that's what makes a good judge, not because you got a certificate and you did what whoever's running that judging seminar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did what you wanted. Oh, I picked the right person. No, mm-hmm. maybe you didn't. I want to see why you picked that person. Not or say why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, too many. It's just like teachers nowadays. They they teach what they were taught, but they still can't explain why they're doing it because they didn't exactly. experience. There's so many. They're um, parents. Yeah, and, and and there are you know I would never put down people who are trying to who who are trying to spread the dance and the love right. of it. You know, you right. help those people. We all got started somewhere, right? Oh, you, I was so embarrassed. I could never count. I just felt the music. I I never wanted to teach. We taught free back then. There was no such thing as privates. We just did it. We just helped right. each other. There was, you know, that changed. That was a big thing that I had to adjust. I I never God, to these people are paying money to come listen to me. I never took it for granted those workshops. I mean, they're paying money to listen to you. I think some of us forget <clears throat> about that and we believe in our own press and we're we like we're movie stars. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and then we forget that who our real customer is. And right. it's that audience, you know what makes us dance. It's that we all want to win. I'm not going to say we don't, but I'm telling you what make, drives me is uh, hearing a piece of music that makes me want to move or perform for the audience. I can't control those nine people on that panel. There's right. just no way. You, you learn that after you dance the first five, six, seven years. You're like, you know, I, I don't care. It's just like Jordan and Todd. They got tired of competing. I'm ready to show my talents, now, you know, constantly right. show my talents in different ways where there's right. no restrictions. Right. So I, to- I totally agree. A true well, dancer will endure all the changes in West Coast. A true dancer that only measures how they place in a contest will not last in West Coast swing. You look at the history, how many people have gone and have come and gone. One night wonders. They won and they were hot at the time, but they didn't want to continue or change. Right. And they dropped off the, you know, circuit. And that's sad. That's sad. We've got some powerful people that I thought retired way too early because they couldn't handle losing. That's right. very sad. I agree. So anyway, did I answer that for you, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, more than sufficiently. Um, right. Speaking of, of how the music moves you and inspires you, you have won several Feather Awards, which is, for those listening, the most notable achievement in the field of dance, much like the Oscars are for movies or the Tonys are for theater. I'm wondering what your approach is to creating a choreography for West Coast Swing, and what is it you want to see in a good choreography? Uh, And good choreography to me is actual interpretation of what they're hearing and how they can get across to the audience. Can it be believable? Or is it a copycat? Is it somebody else's choreography, which to me is their feelings? I mean, I can see a Jordan and Tots routine, but it's never a Jordan and Tots routine, if you know what I mean. Right, you it's not them doing it. Jordan and Tots. You can technically do it right, but you'll never convince me that that's a Jordan and Tots. That's why originality grew the dance and will always be your champions. Uh, Courtney and Sean, who are original. Yeah. All the people originality who stand out on alone are not because they're doing someone else's stuff. Yeah. Well, you isn't that what isn't that out and, and be the leader? It's scary to try stuff on your own, right? But isn't that why the people that are champions are champions because they yeah. did that? That's what it is. You got to yeah. be different, dare to be different, right? And you know, champions or leaders or anything in the world is when you step outside the block and and be brave enough. Oh, I could never do that. I mean, there's a couple of times I went out and did a routine. Like, what were you thinking? But you know what? I did what I felt. And once you took that away from me, you know, I, I yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I was going to go into something that just recently happened. and But I don't want to hear that it was a cut. 
we we so I went in, me and Patty, when I danced Patty Bow, did a routine. And I thought, well, let me try this. I'm gonna we had some choreography from Gary and Susan. And because mm-hmm. we love I love Gary and Susan there. You talk about technician dancers and yes. I mean, top of the line. I mean, Agreed. I never got understood why how they got judged. I was always off on when I thought they were amazing, when I thought, you know, um, mm-hmm. when I didn't think it was so amazing. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, they did a great routine. They choreographed it for us. But we were at this Swing Diego doing it on the floor. But it was never, I never felt comfortable. I never felt like it was me. And and But I kept going. In the day of floor tryouts, Buddy Schwimmer was there. And he knows me. He knows my history. He's been there. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I went up to him, I said, what is this? Why am I mean, it was a good routine, but why? what's missing? He goes, it's not you. I can tell it's not you. And mm-hmm. you know what? After paying all that money and going to Swing Diego that year, we did not dance for that reason. I could not go out and do a routine that I could not feel and convince the people and judge it. And right, so I got to own it. You yeah. got to own it. And <laughs> I knew I could I, I could blame it on everybody, go out there and do a shitty job. But it, the reality is I didn't feel it. And I'm not, I can't convince the audience and the judges to feel it. Right. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, and were, we had fantastic choreographers. You can't blame the choreographer. No, I mean, my, my suggestion. So I've always said to new up and coming couples because they, they're just getting together. Um, yeah. I, I always tell them, you know, uh, build, build you how you guys do strictly swing together, figure out if you can strictly together, because that's a good way to build a partnership. And, and if you're, if you're not really good at choreographing, let someone choreograph your first, maybe two, routines but you know but after that you should kind of be developing your own thing together Change so it that, up a little bit yeah and make your own brand right yeah well which puppies are those is that which oh, one is we it? got they're all of them johnny brought the mine boo in we got that little bitty one now so it was just the other how one. how many do you have now barry we got four. Oh my god they're all about the high the, i think one is Eight pounds. She's the heavy one. She's fat mama, we call her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a routine. So you've done so many uh, amazing and influential uh, routines over the years. What are some of your favorites and which ones do you think were the most influential and successful or successful? Um, my very first one my, will never, ever, ever uh, is my very first uh, U.S. Open win. We did think. With okay. Ford. And then my next one was um, going at trying to, because I was known for energy and speed and quickness and power. And when I had to do, uh, me and Clay's did a slow routine. Um, oh, God, why am I blanking? You know what I'm talking me about. Me and Mrs. Jones. Celine Dion. No. Oh, so. Celine Dion was the first, is the first slow one. No, I thought. Uh, the first... we, no, the first we did uh, Celine Dion, and then we went into. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And then I thought, I got a taste of slow. And so that was challenging for me. So then I thought, oh, wow, let's do me and Mrs. Jones. Mm-hmm. And that to me was, that changed me as a dancer. And um, uh, that's one of my favorites. And then my dance with Katie Berardino was all of them. I, uh, her energy friend. matched my energy. And yeah. uh, she was amazing. She had the same attitude and dance that I did. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, those were. Well, you're ones. also, uh, you're both the same sign, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you're both Scorpio. Yeah. 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 See how so, I know these yeah. things. It's so crazy. 
Yeah, <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you about this swing contest. This really kicks me off. Okay, so we do. Me and Mrs. Jones. You were you and Deborah. Were, you and Mark. Me and uh, Robert were competing. Robert. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And when we danced that slow, let me tell you the the top notch Jack um, Carey. And, you know, the older time judges were judging that. And I'll never forget when they came up to me. We love, and you know, you saw that routine. It is yeah. swing. He said, that would have been a great cabaret. That just I, wasn't swing. I, <laughs> I look back and I said, so I understand why people get frustrated swing yeah. dancers. You look at it now and now it's so funny to listen. Man, that's a great swing routine. I said, not when I first brought it out. Right. Because, you know what? It goes back to the whole thing with music. They couldn't he they couldn't see it dance that slow. That was the first West Coast routine that danced that, but outside of what me and Khalees did at the beginning, but we did the whole routine. Right. And you guys did the energy one, that fantastic chain routine. Right, right. I mean, back to back. It was just like we put it in a different version. You put it in that fabulous. Uh, but you are also one of the reasons why I wanted to do after a couple of years with Robert Is It a Crime by Sade, because I, I love dancing slow. Yeah. Right. We, we yeah. danced slow then. So you were one of the, you know, innovators of uh, bringing slow music to West Coast. So thank you for that. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was challenging. It just made me a better dancer. I never shied away. Um, and let me tell you, when when Patty Vo got me out of retirement, I, I was so fearful of looking dated. And Deborah Seke, even when somebody, re, you know, they reposted because it, it came up in memory and it's going around on Facebook now. But the comments I get back, God, your number one fan, you can hear her. And it's I'm me. Just, it's you. And I'll never <laughs> forget that. And the love I got, you know, what means more than anything, that routine is I went out and I was fearful of looking dated and it didn't look dated. And I achieved what I wanted to. And I had Benji there with Khalees. They were hugging us right before we went on and we were competing against them. And um, it was it was just wonderful. It was the the, the Yeah, the greeting was wonderful, and it just made me love the dance again. I got back in it with Patty for a little bit more. So, yeah. It was I great to have you back. But not to win, though. It's because I loved it. and I Of course it. you love dancing. Sure, yeah, sure, so sure. And I changed. You'll look at my tapes. Thank God I don't look like what I did when I did think. I mean, we laugh about it now, but it was it was hot back then. It was what right. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, I don't, I'm not ashamed of anything I've done, you know? I hear people make fun of it. No, God, I, look at that. And they, but you know what? It is what it was back 30 years, 25 yeah, years. Yeah, but it, if the, no one should make fun of it because we're, we are where we are today because of where we were then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? We need that to get where yeah. we are um, today. And I just want so. the new people to understand that, that come, you know, take what you're learning and put your flair and your feeling into it. Don't do everything what you hear. You know, we get coaches and um, listen, uh, your technique's always going to be technique. That's where your coaches come in handy. Those people that know how to do it, they're going to help you with all that technique and how to look good. But they can't give you personality. No, that's your thing. You can't buy it. I don't care how much they try to sell it to you. They can't buy your personality. I totally agree with that statement. Again, Barry Jones for president. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of uh, coaching and teaching, you have been instrumental in developing uh, several local dance communities in Texas and in the Midwest. And we've talked on this show about the joys and challenges of growing local communities. We even did a whole episode on community organizing. And I'm wondering, in your experience, 
what you think it takes to establish and grow a successful local dance scene. How do we get people up and running and, uh, and thriving? You got to have key people. Like when I was asked, the Antonacci's, man, I was so blessed on that. That's before Chicago really hit the scene. No one really went there. And they invited me to their home, Yvonne and Jim. It's one of the most memorable moments in my life. Mm-hmm. We did a swing team. That's why I really miss swing teams. Swing teams will get your people in and interested because they don't have to go out by themselves. It's fun to have camaraderie. It's mm-hmm. fun to do raise money for your work uh, to go to the open or whatever competition you choose to go to raise money for your uh, your costumes. It, it It's camaraderie and the fun is what, if you forget about that, you're not going to grow your community, community. If it's all about competing and points, you will not have lasting people in your community. Therefore, it will not grow. And people like Yvonne or people who see that vision and trust you as a, you know, Deborah, you've been there. Uh, yeah. Yada's been there. You know, you, you give them their, their fundamentals and, and watch them grow. You can't make them, you know, and that's what you got to do. You got to have a good fundamental and, and hold their hand and, and be happy. And don't, you don't own them. You encourage them to go to other instructors. You allow them to grow or they won't grow. You can't make it a self-serving type of job. And that's what will destroy your communities if you don't allow to encourage, to listen to all. You can start it and be your primary but you encourage them to listen to everybody. Yeah, I think that's one of the problems in the community. Like when you have several instructors in a community that are local instructors who don't want to work together because they're fearful. And instead, if they just shared the wealth, the community would grow. Yes, yes. They don't realize by coming together, we'll grow more people. Right. Fighting is what people, I remember back, back when the fighting here in, I don't talk bad about Dallas, but man, there was a lot of, you know, we were known for the lot fighting going on between, you know, back then it was all about dance clubs. It's not yeah, so yeah. much anymore, but dance clubs were in competition with one another. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was all, and it still kind of goes on with studios now about owning students and all that. But you come together, you grow as a, as a community and that means a city or whatever. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you on that. Just following up on that, because we have talked about conflicts in communities. What have you seen that works to help resolve some of those conflicts? Uh, the key people who are doing the promoting and um, getting everybody involved and, 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 and understanding the worth they can bring to the table. And it's when people don't feel like they're being respected is when you start getting the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, when you disrespect somebody and what they've done. I don't necessarily believe a lot of things that Terry Rippa, um, but Terry Rippa's was instrumental in the growth of Dallas dance. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Dallas dancers. He mm-hmm. will, you can never, you can, you know, you don't have to agree with him on stuff, but you can never take away what he's done for the community. You can't. Absolutely. You can't. If you focus on the good and what they can do, I, that's what I just hope somebody does for me. Focus on the good. I've never been perfect and i've done things that i wish i wasn't because of my youth and living my selfish life but you know when you get older you realize that that you know forgive me but hopefully concentrate on the stuff that i that i loved and that what i offered and that's what we got to do with one another you know understand that everybody's got something to offer yeah Mm -hmm. i totally agree with that statement uh but but since we're talking about community um what do you think of um 
the World Swing Dance Council and NASD and their role and influence on the community today? Uh, again, I think they need to grow and they're not growing. Um, they're, they're con um, God, please make this come out right. <laughs> so, um, when you control, you lose. When you yes. open it up and you listen, not just people you like, but listen to the people that you don't care for because they have something to offer. Get past that emotional feeling and open up. And I, you know, but that's the only thing I, I don't think that it's doing quick enough. Let me say it quick enough. And um, they need I, to open up a little bit quicker. Right. So wouldn't you say that that's a that has a lot to do with um, ego and fear when you want to control things? That, that, absolutely. It's just yeah. like the old time dancers. You say they're not doing swing. It's the fear of. We want to hold on to that wonderful feeling we all went through, what these mm -hmm. people went through now. I wish I could go back, but really, I don't want to go back. I It's a great memory for me. And right. you know what, Deborah and Eric, no one can take away what I accomplished. They can say whatever they want about yep. me. They can never take away what I've accomplished. Once you've done the years that I've done and get what I've gotten, mm -hmm. then you then I'll, I'll listen to what you've got to say. But if you're going to be bitter about it and oh, I don't like you because I don't like you or I heard about you. Get right. to know first. Get right. to know somebody before you make uh, judgments. Judgment because somebody that you're running around with doesn't like the person. We, we Listen, make, I get judged constantly. Uh, I totally know how you feel. You know, yeah, everyone does. We are, Don't we all get judged? Mm -hmm. Unfairly sometimes. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Is there anything you think the World Swing Dance Council and NASD could do to have a more positive influence? Uh, I think they need to open up. I loved what um, it's and correct me if I'm wrong, Deborah, I don't know if you were around when that happened. But when when Jack and Marianne had the open, mm -hmm. they had a large I, I don't know if it was a committee, but they had representation from every state and they had it on their in their stationery. So they were open. That's why they grew. That's yeah. why they made the open what it is today or they're going backwards a little bit. But they opened it and they reached out. They flew around. And I they was did do that. in Texas. They had Washington, Craig. Um, but let's but let's be honest, though. In the beginning, the open wasn't that like Jack and Marianne weren't that open. But but because people spoke to them and said, you need to, like, do these things, they eventually listened. Yeah, they did, because it was controversial the year in the 80s. Everyone thinks the history of dance. I love this. They, you always hear them when they go, well, I know the history. And then they start talking about the 90s. I'm like, really? I never, never see 80s stuff. They never talk about 80s. The yeah. Jonathan and Sylvia days. And right. Lance and Charlotte, Lance and Mary. You hear Lance and Marianne. They never talk about that year that, um, oh, God, what's his name? Um, Eddie Vega and Lisa came. Well, to we, we did, actually. We, touched, oh, we yeah. did. We did because that, just had, it's not out there and, and, and people right. out there and talking about what occurred before mm -hmm. that happened, all, mm -hmm. before the 90s. Let me tell you, the 80s had a lot to do with what the 90s looked like. And and so on yeah. and so forth. Right, think, exactly. Right. So I, I think I think the problem we have in, in the community today is that, you know, you know, that we have this this the two two camps. There's one camp that wants to stay in the past. Right. Right. And there's one camp that wants to move forward in the future, not recognizing that you can't have one without the other. Exactly. exactly. We need to embrace each other. Yeah. 
again, it's everything we just said. You have yeah. to listen to the person you don't agree with. Right. And you have to invite everybody in. You're, the World Swing Dance Council has to be as big as World, uh, West Coast Swing, has to be bigger than how many members they have? Five that make the decisions or six? How many? Yeah. I don't even know anymore. Well, they just they just uh, put on the board uh, a cell phone. Well, yeah, but she's international, except now she lives in the States. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so, oh, you know, you're, as far as I'm You're part of this now that you're not really international, but you're with us. Yeah, so, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like the World Swing Dance Council should not only consist of international people, but should also consist of, of people who were very successful in the community, in the dance community, in at the open, at events, traveling the circuit. Um, and, and most of those people aren't part of the World Swing Dance Council or aren't even asked an opinion to yeah. be part of the World Swing Dance Council. Yeah, a lot of meetings that I, I remember being involved in one of the meetings at the open year, and it was all about some a, a dancer, and I think it was Kyle and Sarah were defending themselves right. because the, the small panel decided upon, I forgot what it was about, but it was sad that it got that way. It shouldn't right. be five, six, again, going back to the judging, it shouldn't be three people deciding what's right. going to It's too big. Quit trying to bottle it and open it up like yeah. what we did at the open when he listened to people and the committee was represented across the United States. It wasn't yeah. just focused in California and your token international that moved to California. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, to I totally agree with that. I mean, I feel like if they'd listen to more people and, and reach out to more people and listen, you don't have to agree with what they say, but you, you have to learn to listen Right. Yeah. And what you want, if you want somebody to listen to you, you gotta, you gotta have that same courtesy back out. You don't have the answer to everything. Right. You get the answer to everything. Like U.S. Open. What I loved and I miss about Jack and Marianne, they knew they needed, they needed to reach out to Shag. They needed, and you know what? They relied on the top pros to help them. That. Yeah. They allowed Mario. Mario. They had a great relationship, and he brought right. in Shag. That brought right. in the country. You have to have relationships, people. You got to know people. You got to take the time to sit down and quit trying to control. You know, it takes a group, a, a big group of us, to continue yeah. to, for the growth of this, or we're going to lose the open. We're going to lose the open eventually. Right. I think we're going to start something else. There's too many yeah. people involved now. Right. I think the main word here is is control, and and that's yeah. what that's not what this is, should be about. Very exclusive. Exclusivity is really bad now. Yeah, exclusivity is not so great. I I I I I agree right. with that. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. So, what do you think of the dance itself? What do you like about it? And is there anything you would want to see more of? No, I love the way it's going. The you know, like I said, you'll see in my judging last year. I didn't. I the only one that I actually dinged, and I think you can, is when it's when it's obvious. When it, if in doubt, leave it out. It goes mm -hmm. with the judging too. It should be going. There was a couple of, uh, that was obviously they did like 12 tricks. Well, when you have a two and a half minute routine, you know, they're not going to have enough swing in there. So, <laughs> right. I, and I remember uh, that didn't take a brain, you know, a right. science, rocket science to figure out that math. Right. So I did ding or I didn't even ding them and place them out. They, it came out in the scores anyway. They got right. what it's supposed to. I didn't want to ding anybody because how do you ding? 60% to 58.9% or yeah, no, what is that? <laughs> yeah, I know that's not why I'm that's why I'm not judging at the open. One of the reasons. Well, I thought the open last year had a lot of God. I was so proud 
and I love it because I think they're going to put their put the USA dancers on their on the back of their heels. Let me tell you, I was impressed with International last year. They came out like the Open used to be. They top notch cup uh, costumes. The mm-hmm. way they walked on that floor, the way they walked off that floor. Yeah, it, it. I was so impressed. I agree. Um, went, wow, people, this is what you need to do. This is what what we all used to do. And we don't and we get mad when it doesn't go our way, but yet we're not willing to conform to what's being asked. Don't be mad what the rules are. If you're willing to go out and and gamble, then be willing to take the consequences and don't be mad at the judge. Right. I feel like I've I've made the statement to a couple of couples uh, recently since the U.S. Open put their statement out. Um, about what they're going to do about swing content. And I said, you have to make the conscious decision. Do I want to go out there and show what, what I do, how I do it, and how well I do it and be judged upon yeah. it? Or do I want to go out there and give them exactly what they're asking for and what they want and play the game? You have to decide what side of the fence you want to be on. Now, the biggest thing I think, though, Deborah, is you can't, I'm not, you, you know you can't put your routine together, guess what those, what those judges are, because just like last year, one judge, it, it blew me away. One judge will sit there and said, this couple has no swing content. I know. Yeah, the same, another couple did this almost the same type of style. Yeah. But yeah, oh, they did swing. Why are you saying that? Just because it's easy to say that because they're international and you won't hear from them? Right. Oh, and Isn't also because I, these people that are going to be in your face today or what? Right. And I think the other reason, too, is a lot of European couples last year, not all of them, but a lot of them chose really like big band music or Sinatra-y kind of music that yeah, automatically yeah. puts these judges that are inexperienced in the mindset that they're doing swing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's Yeah, um, exactly. Right. Exactly. It's like the, the year I won in It's like the Jedi mind trick. Danced a twist and did looks right. like, I mean, right. and then you had Mario that year dancing and showcase and he did a contemporary routine, yep. not to blues, pull the tape, you don't believe me, and then he comes out, and what made him be successful, he's the one that came out in classic and changed the rules from uh, Michelle and um, Phil. And right. he danced in classic and did swing, push yeah. swing, yeah. Uh, whip swing. It wasn't mm-hmm. West Coast swing, what we call it today. He brought in, and he was a leader, and changed what classic and swing looked like. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Listen, so you, you um, because we talked, we talked about this quickly earlier but i want to get back to it for a second you stepped you know uh out of retirement to compete with patty we mentioned earlier uh for a few years but have since stepped back off the scene can you tell us why you've chosen not to be active on the national circuit um this is a personal thing in my life and what i'm going through maybe it's age but i i don't i'm going say to age personal. yeah no it, it's a personal <laughs> battle i i feel like i've I'm not done enough to for society I guess mm-hmm. it's the way society is now. There's so much meanness, yeah. so much ugliness. And I take, I look at myself and uh, I feel like I've lived my li- life selfishly and self-serving with the dancing. That's just my thoughts. And it's time for me to do things to that matter uh, to society and to give back. And that's not always dancing. It's, you know, I've always wanted to do, you know, uh, feeding the homeless is a very thing that I love and there's things that go on during uh, Thanksgiving weekend that I would want to participate um, so I'm trying to and and I and I look at the well, dancing right now is bringing um, negative to me it's it's it's, yeah. it's 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 bringing sorrow to dances that I judge yeah. it's 
bringing anger. It's bringing disappointment. It's bringing things I don't want to generate anymore. At least now, not now. I needed to break away and let them fight this period again out and decide. And it will be decided maybe after this open, but you can't, you can't control it. And I just don't want to be a part of it. In my personal life, I've got other things that I need to finish. And I've got my wonderful new job that and me and Johnny just bought a new home and we got new kids. And, you know, so I'm concentrating on being a better person. Human. I love yeah, that. And when I die, I want to be able to look at my Lord you and Savior and say, this is what I did. Not It wasn't self-serving. So I think yeah. it's time for that for me. That's awesome. And um, just so everyone knows, when he says kids, he means his dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> Am I a mess? I think you're a mess. <laughs> That's a good thing, though. You gotta <laughs> yeah. be a mess. That's what makes totally. us who we are, right? Totally. totally. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say I just love where it's all going. I don't really have too many complaints other than, you know, um, you can't blame the dancers. They have emotional reactions because I was there. I did what they were doing. What and being mad and and upset, not understand, and to you know, and all that stuff. You're, they're, you know, being a dancer is being proudful too. Well, you know? I also think it's, I think it's, I think it's, um, ignorant or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Stupid, maybe. Uh, for, you know, for uneducated. For uneducated, for people to say, um, you shouldn't get so emotional for crying out loud. Dancing is an emotional That's thing. Exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, what people are missing when you see a lot of those routines. They said, what did I do wrong? I said, you didn't make me feel it. Right. There's one routine. They were wonderful. And I usually like them. But the last routine they did, I, I remember them sitting down in front of me in the review at U.S. Open. And I said, I'm sorry, but I don't even know what to say there. It just didn't do anything. I, I didn't right. even remember what you did. Just remember how it just wasn't left there. flat. It was flat. You need to, yeah. and that was again. It's my opinion, and, and I'm judging. So, right, wrong, or indifferent, I, it, it didn't. It's not what you needed to do. Yeah, and I think like for for me as a dancer, because I'm I'm an emotional person in general, not just for dancing. I'm just very passionate and emotional, and I feel like I get emotional about my dancing when things don't go right. When I feel that people people who are judging me aren't as experienced and as knowledgeable as I am and are passing judgment on me. When they are as knowledgeable and as experienced as I am, I welcome everything they have to say. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think uh, being truthful, you can be truthful and have a way of being truthful, but not telling somebody about the real reasons why you're taking a position is not fair to who's involved. Agreed. And if you truly believe in why you're making that decision, you ought to be able to discuss it outwardly in front of everybody. Agreed. It's you want to not, you want to, it's almost like, I'm going to tell you something, but don't say anything. Right. Well, then it's probably not true. You know? Right. You know, it's, it, don't even say it then. Don't, you, right. it, you know, whatever. But if you can't stand behind it, then. That's right. If you can't stand yeah. behind your judging, let me tell you. You gotta have some cojones. You may have, you can't have chihuahua balls when you're doing the open. Tell me about it. <laughs> Which you know? I don't have. And I've but, judged a lot of opens. I mean, I didn't even know how many I judged way back, and I've seen it all. And man, it's scary to sit there and you just and you really feel it for them. I you feel that passion because you're so close. And 
the people that don't, and I'm a judge that wants to express, you know, I get into what I see and I hate the ones that try to be badass and have this stern look on your face and not understand yeah, what these smile. Are. I don't like that. Yeah, you know, I don't either. If, if that's their style and that's what it is, but you know, yeah. how can you control emotions in a great dance routine? Well, you mentioned that there's, um, you know, part of the reason you're stepping out is to pursue more rewarding and, and bigger things and give back. But you also mentioned that there's like a lot of negativity happening in the scene. And I'm curious what your sort of assessment is of that and why we're, we're going through this phase now. It, it's society overall. It's just not the dance community. It's, it's what's being right. portrayed out there. The bullying, the groups that jump on people and yeah. the, 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 you know, and I'm sorry to say it, 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 it may be, you know, I don't get into politics, but right, wrong, different, support him not, but he's uh, influencing that type of behavior where people are mm-hmm. so defensive and um, it's going to show up in everything we do. If it's not the dance community, it's at work or it's at anything. It's society today. Yeah, so that's just society today. And, and our dance community is a reflection of society. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But there but, are so many loving dancers out there yes. um, that are silent. That um, For fear of being. There. They're still for, out there. Yeah. But also, I think silence before fear of, look. Judgment. We, judgment. We, and, well, let's, 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 let's put things to perspective for a minute. I, I love this dance, and I'm very loving towards the community. But I get a lot of brunt because I am I, I I do open my mouth and I am verbal because I do care about the community. And there are people that are fearful of doing that because there are consequences for being verbal. Because people don't like people who are verbal. They want right. you to shut up. Yeah, yeah. And I won't shut up. <laughs> you got again. That's again by seeing we all could be. Uh, and I'm opposite of it. You know, Deborah. I'm like, I'm so worried. You know me. I, I know. Don't worry what. I would have I lasted in the event promoting if I didn't take everything so emotional. You know, mm-hmm. I cared that I couldn't. I wanted to give everybody a hire them and pay them what they think they're worth. But, you know, you can't do that in events. So I, I'm too emotional and I do care too much of what people say that it, that it, you know. Um, it's detrimental to you. Yeah, there's just too much ugliness out there, and I just yeah. think that they need to appreciate. A lot of people go, God, you get along with Deborah so well. I go, because you know what? I love Deborah for who Deborah is. I love Deborah because what she offers. I'm not perfect either. I, I do negative um, and all that, but, you know, uh, the heart is there. The caring and all that's there. And and I, do you think me and Deborah's got, got after it each, each other? Of course we of have. Course oh, my I, God. We've, yeah. we've had it out. But you know what? At the end of the day, love each other. That's right. Because we do that with each other. That's exactly right. Right. That's exactly right. Everyone's so scared to not ruffle the top level people that they, oh my God, I can't do that. I I may stand out. Mm -hmm. Folks, you got to stand out to be worth anything, you know, to make a difference. Be something, or you're going to be like everybody else. You're going to be a leader, be a follower instead of a leader. All our pros right now are all been leaders at one point or another, and they've that's always right. went against the grain to, to to challenge what's out there. That's the only way you're going to get change. And have gotten in trouble one way or yep. sometime or another for something. And some people may not have as much. It's just right. it is what it is. So. Oh yeah, I get in hot water a lot. <laughs> always got hot water, but you know what? You offer a lot. That you know what? So you should be proud of, Deborah. There's so many people still. 
you keep our generation still in there. I mean, I have a generation even before you, but you keep mm-hmm. that in there. By not being in there, it would be their loss. Right. It would. It would be their loss. Well, there by are some people who'd like by, to see me go. But huh? There are some people who'd like to see me go. Oh, well, there's a lot of people like to see everybody go. But, you know, they like couldn't wait to see Benji go from Showcase. They couldn't wait to see Jordan Todd. Yeah, and it's terrible. God, I want my time in the sun. But yeah. you know what? Earn it. Like, like I said, I was brought up in, we have an open division and novice division. You want to right. compete, compete. No excuses. And it made you better to be better. Of course. Yeah. One thing I do, I do, you know, you say I don't give myself enough credit. What I do to give myself credit is, and I want the young people to know, you're only as good as what you put into it, and not because of your age. I won in the 80s. I won in the 90s. I won in the year 2000. I won in two, even after 2010. Right. And maybe not division, but I'm still relevant if I right. make my mind up to hit that floor because I offer individuality and what I'm going to bring. I don't want to look like anybody. I want to look like me. Like Barry Jones. Yeah, they want to say, oh, he brings energy. Thank you for saying that. That's what I want to be known for. So You bring energy. You bring passion. uh, You bring kindness. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if, you know, you're one of the people that influenced my dancing for such a long time. And that's before I started dancing with Robert. Yeah. So you've influenced a lot of dancers, Barry. Well, like I said, it's like a family. Let me tell you, I didn't. Yeah. I when I, you know, my personal thing going through gayness, everyone knows me that I had a problem. I did not want to be gay because of my religious convictions. Yada yada went through all that. Everyone knows me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very traumatic for me, and um, I denied myself for so many years. So dancing is what got me through it. My family was right. my dance family. The opportunities that I got was from dancing. Everything I owe it, and when I when I say the open was a family event for me, it was for many eighties, nineties, two thousands. I mean, that's why I wanted to. If I couldn't dance, I wanted to judge. I wanted to help out one way or another. But it's a shame that you're not recognized it if you don't do it anymore. They don't want to, you know. Well, you have to show up to be, you know, to get that award, or you have to do this, or it's not about your work that you've done. It's about what you're doing now. Right. So anyway. And I like what's going on now. So I'm one of the ones that going for what's happening now, the progress. Don't right. hold on. But get your judges in line. Open your judges up. Let let more ju- different judges hit the U.S. Open. Um, um, on that right, and get, right, and get ones that are, you know, experienced and knowledgeable. And, and you know, I, like I always say, I'm a firm believer of you can't really judge something unless you've experienced it. And you, you, you know what I mean? Just because you wrote, took a test or whatever, if you've never actually tried and done a lift, you don't have to do it well, but if you haven't tried it or done it, how could you judge it? Yeah. And you know, it kills me when there's that other side that says you don't have to, and I don't get that. I don't get that. It's like, well, hell, let me go. I want to go judge a ice skating event, a big ice skating event and take their certification. I I would never want to go. I wonder if I can, I'm going to go try it. Yeah. You know what you're saying? (laughs) Or ask a doctor, you know, or I don't know. It It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I uh, Just like, you know, what the new people are, or the young people are saying now, they want to see their, their, their heroes now. They have a tendency to think the old heroes on there don't understand them. Like what my letter stated, a pointed foot is a pointed foot back in the 80s. Right. Up to now. Um, timing is timing. Chemistry is chemistry. 
individuality is individuality. That will never change no matter what you're doing on that floor. Allow the, that's what you need to look for in a judge, not what they're doing right now. Right. It's how fair are they and are they opened up to those brand new people that are just damn good. They can take that first year and win it. Mm-hmm. I hate that term. They didn't put their dues in yet. I hate that. I hate it. I gotcha. So you guys are awesome. I, I feel privileged to even be on here and, and talking to me. So thank you. Oh, We're please. privileged to have you. It was great. Yeah. I, like I said, I've never had the chance to speak with you. So it was a real honor for me to hear your story and your views and get a chance to chat with you. Yeah, I hope I get to meet you um, physically, too. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'll be back on somewhere or another or, you know, be back again. I always have to take these breaks and get my life in order. And then, you know, your dancing is always going to be your dance family. Yep. Walk away. I'm always keeping That's right. Well, let me say that Johnny keeps me informed. Let me tell you that. He's, he's <laughs> in control of our Facebook. He lets me know what's happening and, you know, and all that. That's, That's so funny. You know, I, 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 there's a reason why I don't read some of this stuff because I want to believe, uh, wonderful the good in people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, and you need to stay in it, Debbie. Don't even, don't, don't get down, girl. You mm-hmm. have a lot to her, Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks nope. for that. <laughs> <laughs> and they do respect you. You're how, yeah, you go out there and I just love, you still go out there and kick ass on those Strictly's. I mean, you're. Yeah, Barry Stones, let me tell you a funny story. Do you know that KK <laughs> did not make the final at Liberty Swing for the champions, Jack and Jill? She got two no's, two yeses, and a third alternate. Wow. Well, again, that doesn't change who you are and what you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. It only changed what those seven people decided to say at that time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change. It doesn't change at all. You know, and I think everyone knows that. That's what people need to understand. It doesn't change a thing on what you can bring to the table. It doesn't change your talent. It doesn't change what you've done. No one can take that away from you. That's true. Well, they're trying, but yeah. Well, they can't. It ain't going to happen. I think they love you more than what you think they do. I I really do. I see they're going to be, people are going to be people. You know, you got to allow them to be people. People are people, people. so (laughs) I should be. (laughs) It's a good song, people. You should, you know, download it. Who says that anyway? Is that Duran Duran? Does anyone know? know? It's one of those 80s bands. I don't think it's Duran Oh, Duran. yeah, that's right. I just started is reading that. I went, oh, yeah. It's an 80s song, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a little sidebar, because while we're doing this podcast, I just got a text message from Robert Royston. He, and I said, oh, I can't talk right now. I'm doing a, a podcast. And he says, please tell whoever you're talking to. I said, hello. I said, it's Jonesy. And he goes, tell him I said hi. <laughs> Robert is what is, you talk about an impact, man. I'll never forget when I met him, when he, him and Lorraine up at Sacramento, me and uh, um, Chair went up there. We got all so drunk. They took us to a club. I remember their personality and, oh, he was, he was, they were awesome. Yeah. Boy, did they, they, they were another major changer right there. And when they came on once they, and I hate to say it, God, please make this come out right. It wasn't until Robert did Robert instead of Robert doing Mario. Well, I think that happens to everyone who's just coming. My point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Robert became Robert because he started dancing Robert and Lorraine. Totally. Um, Yeah. That's no cut on anybody. It really isn't. That's the message I'm trying to bring everybody. Dance your dance. Get help, but dance your dance at the end of the day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So, Barry Jones, um, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. What is the best way for people to reach you? I don't want anybody to reach me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best answer yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, everybody can reach me on Facebook, you know that, or, you know. Be, uh, you know, everyone makes fun of my um, my email address. It's so easy. BJBarryJones at Yahoo.com. <laughs> yeah, okay. Real easy, my initials. But no, thank you guys so much. And uh, this is much needed, uh, much more success. And hope you get much, many more followers. It's wonderful. Thanks, Barry. We thank love you. Eric, so you. Much. nice meeting you and hope to meet you physically next time. All right. Yeah. Give Johnny a hug. If you want to share your thoughts and reactions with us, you can post a comment on our website, you can respond to our posts on Facebook, or you can share your thoughts in our discussion group on Facebook. You can also email Deborah and me through our site at thenakedtruthwcs.com or through our Facebook page. To get the latest news, you can like our page on Facebook, subscribe to our weekly email newsletter, follow us on Instagram at thenakedtruthwcs, and you know, you can always check us out on Twitter. We're like the one not negative thing that's happening on Twitter. So follow us at Naked Truth WCS. You can also buy some of our swag through our online store. We have men's and women's shirts with our logo and other fun designs. Just go to the Naked Truth WCS.com forward slash store to buy yours today. We can ship it to you or we can get it to you at an upcoming event. Again, that's the Naked Truth WCS.com forward slash store. And if you haven't already, you can always subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you don't listen to podcasts, check out one of those apps. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave us a review on Facebook. And of course, if you're on iTunes, please rate us and give us a review over on iTunes. It helps us to spread the word. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Eric. And I'm Deborah. And that's the Naked Truth. Welcome to The Naked Truth, real talk about West Coast Swing. My name is Eric. And I'm Deborah. And today we are thrilled. Let's start over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, couldn't even make it through the intro today. It's going to be one of those days, Barry. Hang on. Only my session would be like this. Also, also in in defense to me, I have like an ear infection, so my head's throbbing, but that's okay. All right. Start over.